Welcome to the second installment of Pod Academy's series Seeing is Believing the Politics of the Visual. In this podcast, Rod Stoneman analyzes the subculture of the street graffiti and its social and political significance. This image is a photograph taken in a central London street and shows a graffito made by Banksy. The original starting point for street art and for graffiti, I mean, obviously there are precedents in ancient cultures in different times and different places. I mean, quite apart from Pompeii and Herculaneum and Greek cities in Western civilizations. Um, it's not just a phenomenon of the West. One could even look further afield to Mexico, where contemporary political graffiti stenciled in Oaxaca, for example, since 2006, when there was a teacher strike, connects with the mural painting of the 1920s and 30s, where politicized painters worked on um, art that would be uh, more open and accessible because it was painted on walls, Riviera and Sequeiros being two of the leading ones. And perhaps even there's resonance before that in Mexico with other civilizations, the Mexica or the Mayan um, civilizations used highly colored paint on some of their wall decorations. So in its most uh, current versions in the last 50 years, tagging and subway graffiti in New York and painting in streets, uh, in, in the street in Los Angeles, has spread through most cities in the world. Politicized use of graffiti is perhaps a narrower tradition, but still an interesting development from say, an Australian group in the 70s called, with a marvellous title, Bugger Up, which actually was an acronym standing for Billboard Utilising Graffitists Against Unhealthy Promotions. And they devised kind of long poles which could be um, used to take a spray can 10 or 15 foot up a billboard and make modifications that changed it. May 68 in Paris uh, was obviously an explosion of graphic art in a very imaginative and engaged way. And perhaps one should also um, remember the troubles in Northern Ireland with the mural work that's taken place there. So these different and diverse moments of politicised street art come through to contemporary subvertisement. That's a neologism to talk about what the French situationists might have called detournement, taking an original image and changing it by word or a visual modification. And they all show potential for counteraction, potential for alternative and indeed more democratic two-way communication. There's a word from, I think, communication studies called the FATIC, which is about opening a channel of communication where you pick up a phone and say, are you there? And, um, yeah, I can hear you. So that's the beginning of a conversation. And that is perhaps the most hopeful and optimistic dimension of graffiti in its various forms at the moment, that it suggests that the visual landscape we encounter in cities does not have to be dominated by, well, after architecture, dominated by publicity and advertising that actually artists and young people more generally can make visual material 
which has the power to make people think and reconsider and change and respond, a more open process. If you want to know more about the relationship between image and reality, please go to our website to listen to the rest of the series. Thank you.